0: him to come into a place of relationship that is everything that God meant it to be. Ooh. Man, God is all about relationship. He is into relationship. Glory to God. Boy, I feel that and God is focusing on that. I said God is focusing because he knows that we need one another. We need each other. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we don't need everybody but most times. Oh, okay, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, you're going to be real here today, or you going to act like angels and you ain't never had? Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Praise God. As we gather together today for around the com- communion, uh, I have a word from you, from the Lord, and uh, I ask God to uh, help me to share it with you. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Psalms, the night of the chapter. Again, we want to welcome all of you, and thank God for all of our guests and friends. I met. P.J., yesterday at the men's breakfast, we had about, what, nine or ten guys there. It was a great time. Amen. I had to leave a little early for the first time, and uh, my dog, I, I didn't know. I tried to kill my dog the day before. I didn't know that dogs are not supposed to have garlic macadamia nuts. Nobody ever told me. I mean, he's the best pig I ever had. He eats everything. <laughs> and, and And I gave him... I didn't know he ate those. Well, they cause paralysis in the hind parts and all kinds of stuff can shut down kidneys. I had no idea. So I get up in the morning and he can't get up. I got up and he can't get up. That's not like him. He's a sheepdog, about 80, 90 pounds. And my Lord, I said, uh oh. Gonna have to get him some help. Amen. Well, we got him some help. Praise God. Amen. And God leads us, guides us, and I want to tell you that was the most expensive bag of garlic macadamians I have ever bought in my life. But my dog's still alive, and it's worth it. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So bless God. You know, if I do that for a dog, how much more will God do for us? Ooh, come on! How much better! those that he's created in his image. Glory to God. Boy, I feel the Holy Spirit in here. God's, God's doing something, isn't he? Psalms, the ninth chapter. When you've got it, if you'd like to just stand, you can remain seated if you like, but if you'd like to stand and honor the author of this book as our, our way is, we like to do that. If you'd like to do that with us, fine. If not, you honor him where you're sitting. Psalms, the ninth chapter. Once you find Psalms, If you can find Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, or 54th chapter, excuse me, you'll find Isaiah and keep your your finger in one. If you don't have enough fingers, borrow your neighbors and put their finger in your Bible and say, hold that. I'm I'm, going to be there next. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Psalms, the 90th chapter. Isaiah 54. All right. I want to read verses 9, 10, 12, 14, 15 through 17. I'll be skipping there, but you just stay with me. I'll try not to lose you. And uh, I'll be reading King James, and some of it will be Living Bible. This is the prayer of Moses. Not David the psalmist did not write all the psalms, as you, I'm sure, well know. Uh, the psalmist wrote some of them, uh, uh, Asa. and This one is by Moses, the, the prayer of Moses, the man of God. And he says this, I'm reading the last part of that, verse 9. In his prayer, he says this, We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are three score years and ten, or a score is 20, 70 years, and if by reason of strength, they before score eighty years, yet is their strength labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Verse eleven. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Verse fourteen. Oh, satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all of our days. Somebody shout, be glad! God wants you to be glad all your days. God says to tell you, your sad days are over. Jesus said, this is the day of the Lord, which means your sad days are over. Hallelujah. Let me say it again. Your sad days are over. If you've got any sad days, God has seen them and he's moving on it to let you know your sad days are over. Gladness. Be glad. Hallelujah. He wants gladness to be glad all of our days. Verse 15, make us glad. Come on now. Holy Spirit, make us glad. How many know God can make even what's not there? You say, I don't know how I'm going to be glad, Pastor. Make us glad. God is a creator. He'll create something. If it's not there, he'll make it. He's the maker of heaven and earth. Make us glad. Make us glad. Come on, somebody talk to me. Say, Say to yourself, make me glad. Lord, make me glad. Where I'm sad, make me glad. There's things that, there's always things that make us a little sad. Sometimes in our family, there's different situations. But God is saying, pray, ask me, make you glad. Ask and you'll receive, make me glad. He said, make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us and the years wherein we've seen evil. Living Bible says this in verse 15, it says, Give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. Replace the evil years with good. Hallelujah. Let us see your miracles again, verse 16. Let our children, somebody say our children. Let our children see glorious things. Woo. Woo. Wow. The kind you used to do. And let the Lord our God favor us. Somebody shout favor. Favor us, Lord. And give us success. Oh, God is a God of success. May he give permanence to all we do. May it not be here and gone tomorrow, but may God give permanence to the work of your hands, your labor, the fruit of your body, your ministry, your relationship with him and with others. May God give you permanence. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word As we gather around your table, the Lord's table, the communion, we thank you that it is your table. It's not my table. It's not the church's table. It's your table. And, Father, you've invited us to come and partake of the wonderful miracle of salvation. We thank you, Father, for everything that's involved in salvation. Everything we need is in there. And you have provided it all. Father, give us a rhema word today. Help each one to get a personal word from God. Lord, speak through me, speak around me, speak in spite of me, whatever it takes, let each and every one hear from you today in their hearts. Let them hear a word from heaven. One word from you can change everything. We came to hear and to see Jesus. Oh, God, I pray that we'll not only hear him, but Jesus, I pray that everyone here will see you today in some manifestation and glory. Oh, I thank you. You said ask anything and you would do it. I praise you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in his presence. Just a few words as we come to the table this morning. How many believe that? The pastor has just a few words. You people got more faith than anybody else in this church that knows better. Amen. No, I believe it's so. The message today that the Lord put in my heart is life is a journey. Amen? It's a journey that we all go down, traveling through different seasons and times. It is also about the dignity of the other person and their journey. Amen? Besides our own journey, a tale, the Bible says, that is told, if you please. Yeah, a tale that is told. And in Jonathan Cairn's newest book, The Book of Mysteries, Day 50 of 365 mysteries that God spoke to his heart and he put in a Bible or he put in a book. Life is a mystery of a sort and that the teacher, the teacher in this mystery, was showing him some of the mysteries of life each day, capital T on teacher, we know that's the Lord is revealing to us the mysteries. Has life ever been a mystery to you? Yes, it has in more ways and times than one. You know, amen. It's a wonder, all right, sometimes, isn't it? Glory to God. You look at somebody next to you and say, you are a wonder. Look at you. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm getting carried away here already. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get off every now and then. You help me stay on now. You got to help me preach this. Amen. Well, it's on the 50th revelation or the 50th mystery. Fifty, as many of you know, if not all, is the number of jubilee. Whoa, glory to God. Jubilee, what's that? That's the restoration. That's all debts canceled. That's where God makes it up to you. That's where God makes up everything the devil has done against you. That's where the Lord makes up to you everything, all the years that the canker worms have eaten and all the years that that have been uh, not what they should have been. I lost all my younger years, all my... Childhood years, amen, taken from me, but God made them up to me. My God, I lost 20 years, but God, I'm going on my, I think my third 20. I'm a lifer with Jesus, I'll tell you that right now. Hallelujah, he made it up to me. I said he's making it up to me, and he's still making it up to me. He's still making it up. Matter of fact, it's getting better and better. The older I get, we're on a journey. And it's a good journey. There's been some tough things on the journey. But God is with us. Emmanuel. 50, the number of Jubilee. And it's entitled, on that fifty. it's entitled The Tent World. Amen. Can I share it with you? Would you let me share it? Let me begin with it as we're all in the middle of a journey. Amen. So this is the teacher. He's speaking of the teacher, the Lord, which is the Lord. And he says to uh to Jonathan Khan, to the rabbi there, he says he led me to a plateau from to a plateau from which we could see a vast panorama of the wilderness, mountains, valleys, canyons, rocks, and sand. Well, that just about describes our life now, doesn't it? Mountains, <laughs> valleys, canyons, plains, rocks, sand, quicksand. He had to pull me out of quicksand. I was going down, huh? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Ooh, threw me a lifeline. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Divine love, agape love. A love that I never knew. Unconditional love. I'd only known conditional love all my life. If you do this, we'll do that. You love me, I love you. You hate me, I hate you too. It says it bears a profound mystery the teacher said what does i ask this the desert it's the landscape through which god's people journeyed on their way to the promised land the israelites yes in order to get to the promised land they had to journey through the desert wilderness dwelling in tents is that and that is the revelation the revelation of what i asked this life he said everything in this world is temporary It's not the place in which we stay. It's the place through which we journey. We pass through this world. It isn't our home, it's the tent world. And all of us are just campers. Everything in this world changes. Every circumstance, every experience, every stage of life, they're all tents. We dwell in one tent for a season and then move on to another. One day I'll fold up this tent, hallelujah, and this corruptible shall put on incorruption and this mortal shall put on immortality, hallelujah, and I shall be with the Lord forever and forever, glory to God, Woo! but I like this tent right now, so I'm trying to keep it and patch it up and keep it long as I can, amen, glory to God. Yeah, Brother Stephen will know more about the tent. Amen. We have Brother Stephen with us. Praise God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All of us are just campers. Amen. We dwell in one tent for a season, then we move on to another. Your childhood was a tent in which you once dwelt, and then you moved on. Your good times, your bad times, your successes and failures, your problems, your joys and sorrows. That's a key word this morning, and sorrows. Your adulthood, your old age, they're all just tents. Even your physical being, even that's a tent, a temporary and always changing. The very frailty of it all is a reminder that we are only journeying through. Hallelujah. The old song, the old church song we used to sing when I was a boy was, this world is not my home. I'm Amen. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me. Woo! This world is not my home. (sighs) Glory to God. How many know sometimes we have to be careful because we start homesteading? Huh? Yes. Journeying through to where, I asked. Where are we going? I may know if we don't know where we're going, we'll never know when we get there. Good God Almighty. For the child of God, it is the journey home. Somebody say home. Mm -hmm. It's the home of the promised land to heaven. It's the place where we give up our tents and exchange that which is temporary for that which is eternal and everlasting. And how do I apply this? In every way, he said. No matter what happens in this world or in your life, never forget, you're not home. You're only journeying through. Every problem will pass. And every temptation will fade. So tread lightly. It's not the scenery that will determine your life. It's not the circumstances. It's where you're going. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's where I'm going. Keep your eyes focused and your heart fixed on your destination. Amen? I may know a farmer when he's plowing a field, you've heard the story, he's got to keep his eyes fixed on the end of that row, and if he doesn't, you know what happens, he's all like this, may look like a snake in the field. That happens to us, too. If we don't keep our eyes fixed on the destination, we just get to go in all kinds of crazy ways, huh? Yeah, I know you're not crazy, but I was. But I know you're crazy, too. You're crazy than you look. Oh, yeah, you look all cherubim now this morning, amen. You look all sanctified, and yeah, you crazier and crazy, and you know you are. Ask that one next to you if you want to know about it. We all got a little crazy in us. Some got a little more. This is the first church of the crazies, amen. We're glad you're here. You can fit right in, amen. Hallelujah. So keep your eyes focused and your heart fixed on your destination, on the promised land. And for all the rest, just remember, you're only camping. So our mission is live this day as a camper. Don't get caught up in your circumstances. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. Thank you, Lord. One day can make a difference. Amen. Focus instead on the journey and travel lightly. I may know this is all about the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of Booth, Sakoth. This is where they lived in tents. They celebrated, they had a feast celebrating all the tents and all the way they had come through the deserts of their life and what God had done through all those all those moments. Amen. The journey. Now, I may know we're still focusing on your greatest and best year yet. Psalms 90, our text, back to our text, it says, We spend our years as a tale that is told. And should you live 70 or 80 years or more, yet there is strength, labor, and sorrow, for soon it is cut off and we fly away. Now, I want us to focus just for a moment as we come to the Lord's table on verse 10. This, this deal here with yet there's strength is labor and sorrow. Living Bible says in verse 10, but even the best of these years are often emptiness and pain. Soon they disappear and we are gone. Speaks of the brevity of life. The Holy Spirit seemed to focus me on, drew my attention to, and the reason I'm drawing your attention to is the sorrow and the emptiness and pain that accompanies every journey somewhere along the way. And the reason that I love Isaiah fifty three four. Amen. We got a little guy. Amen in the message already. Amen. Hallelujah. He's just telling you, preach it, preacher. Amen. Look at Isaiah fifty four ten. Are you the, You still got your finger there? How many? Your finger slipped out of there a long time ago. Isaiah 53, 53, did I say 54? Gosh, I wish you'd clean your ears out. Ay, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's the reason I love this, Isaiah 53, 4, because along our journey, We all experience sorrow and emptiness and pain. But listen to what the Lord says, speaking of the suffering Savior and the wonderful Savior that we have. He says, surely, unquestionably, without a doubt, surely he hath borne our griefs, the emptiness, and carried our sorrows, the things that have really hurt us. I mean, we all have some things that have really hurt us. Come on. I'm sorry I have to even mention those things, but they're part of life. And God is zeroing in this morning on the things that have really hurt us because you can't live as long as you've lived, however long that is, and not have had some things that have hurt you real bad.